I'm not as lively. Yo, welcome to LFG 1904 show. My name's B. Graf, and I'm joined by Dustin, and I'm joined by Rafa. Yeah. You know the deal. Let's fucking go. Yes, sir. We're back at it again, boys. How we feeling? Shit. Living the fucking dream. One nightmare at a time, baby. Yeah, that's it. Great, great show today. Yeah, we already did great a fucking show. We just did an episode with uh, the three of us and our homie Londis, our graphic designer. And uh, this morning, fucking, uh, I asked fucking Dustin and Rafa, I was like, yo, y'all think it's time to fucking uh, bring on my fucking personal day one fucking homie in San Diego? Straight up. He's a fucking up and coming painter, fucking talent beyond his years. I'd like to welcome to the show my best friend, Zach B, a.k.a. Rude Paint, laid back Zach. Yo, let's hey, crack. I want to know why you guys aren't putting this on for another week. So I got to wait a whole week to listen to myself talk. Yeah. All right. Because you don't you make the rules around here. <laughs> brother. You, you don't make the rules around here. First off. Okay. Yeah. Just coming on the show, just making things up. You know? Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Uh, but, you know, maybe maybe I'll, I'll, I'll let you do. I might let you listen. Yeah, that's okay. That's okay to do. Psych. Added a new little sound there. <laughs> Love it. Loving it. Fucking uh, my man. Let's fucking kick it off. Where are you from? Originally, I'm from here. I'm from Vista, where uh, old Charlie's from. God damn, what who's not fuck? from Vista yeah, in this motherfucker? Christ. Jesus, Jesus, Christ. Vista homeboys. Charlie's has over here on the couch, gang banging right now. Straight up, Vista, Vista. Bro, who's not from Vista? Is, anyone, is there anywhere else? Is it you're either from Ramona or you're from fucking Vista? Straight yeah. up, oh, I, yeah, yeah. I guess. But you know, damn, I didn't a, know you were from Vista. Yeah, shit. I I legit thought you were from Vegas. Nah, man, yeah, it's me to, too. I moved to Vegas when I was like 13. Oh yeah. fuck. Yeah. I came back here when I was 23, and I haven't left. Okay. No shit. Yeah, wow. I've been here ever since. Okay, so what was it like growing up in Vista? Um, Dude, I, it was cool. I don't think I had ever done anything wrong all the way up until I moved to Vegas. Um, right. Pretty much a good kid, dude, my whole life. Growing up, I think sixth grade, like, everybody started joining gangs. You know, VHB was, like, the big thing. Um, but I was pretty straight edge, man. I just... Did my thing, rode my skateboard, and that was about it. Life changed when I moved. That's when everything. So when, when when you moved to Vegas, that's when things went a little haywire. Yeah, man. Like <clears throat> you, mo I moved, and it was like that whole like I want to fit in, and I want I want to feel like I belong to something. You know what I mean? And right, I, right. I grew up with all the same kids my whole life, and then everything just changed. And uh, the drug crowd always takes one more. You know what I mean? And that's when everything started. Yeah. Uh, what What's sure. big out there? Like, what do you do in Vegas besides fucking uh, gamble? Yeah, that's what no, I was about to say. Like, gamble, Rob. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? A bag of brewing abroad. That's it. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, if you're underage, yeah, it's yeah, it's, yeah. But right. the whole party lifestyle is so glamorized. It doesn't matter if it's it's parents or your older brothers or your older siblings. Like, that's all we did. Mm. You know, we were always out in the middle of the desert drinking. Yeah. And doing dumb right. shit and rolling trucks and yeah, what prompted that move? My parents. They retired and wanted to be closer to my mom's grandparents. Okay. So, mm. and. As I, as far as I know, your dad retired Marine as well, right? Yeah, my dad retired Marine, uh, twenty four years. My mom retired from the Navy after sixteen. So. There's no H. There's no goddamn H. I know, it's Urah. It's, it's just funny to do. Or, or if you're really salty, you just say raw. I I just like saying it. And if you're the saltiest salt lick in the whole patch, you just say er. <laughs> it, there's levels to this shit. Hey, you, know you, know can't, you can't say er. 
Er, I am salty, dog. You can't, you can't salty e- as fuck. You can't say the ER, bro. <laughs> er, oh, no hard R's here. <laughs> Fucking, so parents were both military. What was that like growing up? And also, you have you have some siblings? Are you the oldest or are you the youngest? Dude, I'm the baby of, of three brothers. Oh, so, boy. Um, mm. You know, that was cool. They're all still taller than me. They're all still bigger than me. Um, so growing up, I never really stood a chance to any of them. <laughs> yeah. I mean, maybe now because they're getting older and fat, but brittle. <laughs> they probably still would beat me up, you know. So, <laughs> um, how much older are you, or are they than you? One is two years older than me, and then the other two are like ten. Oh, they're so you have three shit. older brothers? Oh, yeah, yeah. you're like the baby baby. Yeah, so there's a fat age gap between the oldest two and then the one right above me. Oh, so they mm. picked on you like a motherfucker. Yeah, dude, it was like you know all the all the wrestling moves were done on Zach. <laughs> right. All the new karate moves. Right. Were done on Zach, you know what I mean? <laughs> Rafael Machio crank kick. I'm gonna choke slam this dude off the second story banister on the couch. That type of shit. Yeah, yeah for man. sure. I'm gonna tell mom, don't you yeah. fucking do. Yeah. I wish you would. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, it was cool. Like growing up in Vista, I lived right by a creek, so that's all I did. Is I, I was in the creek every single day. You know, I mean, just catching frogs and just being a kid, and it was cool. Straight, Straight up, up. yeah, tadpoles, baby. Yeah, all day. Uh, mom couldn't keep me out of there. <laughs> <laughs> just come home muddy as shit when oh, the street lights were on. Hey, there'd right. be like a bucket of crawdads on the porch, and she'd be like, "What the fuck are you doing? Like, what do you mean, dude? I'm just bringing pets home. <laughs> right? You know what's the problem? Leave, so. leave Larry, Harry, and Curly alone, man. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> These are my friends." So you get to Vegas, and that's where where it fucking kicks off. You trying to fit in, and you couldn't have said it fucking even more perfect. The drug crowd always, always take you in with open arms, and that's pretty much where it started. Yeah, and, uh, Vegas. You know, at, so Vegas at thirteen. That's pretty much lit. Yeah. All right. So all the listeners out there, if you're around thirteen years old, like Vegas is lit. Yeah. That's yeah. Where yeah. You be Stay if away. Thirteen years old. Yeah, and if you're 13 listening, <laughs> buckle the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> Take notes, motherfucker. <laughs> so what's high school like? Dude, I was never there. Yeah? I was never there. Mm-hmm. I think I went, like, I went to second period every day because there was a chick I liked, and then I went to third period because it was ceramics class, and I, I always liked art, but that was the only time I was there. Otherwise, I was off campus smoking weed. Nice. And you know, I was never at school. Um, so they pretty much withdrew me at... My junior year, they just would flat out withdrew me from school. They didn't even say nothing to my parents. I just showed up one day after, like, not being there for two weeks. And they're like, you no longer go here. Like, you can't be on campus. Mm. And uh, so I just, I left and went and smoked weed again. So um, that was that. And I got my GED and just. But Working dead-end jobs. Pretty much, dude. Flipping yeah. pizzas. Selling, selling pot out of the back door, you know. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> being a kid. Yep. Hustling, and, uh, baby. Yeah, hustling. But. It just kept getting worse. Yeah. And it should have been like, it should have been clear from the gate go. Like, my friends would get high for the weekend and then they'd stop, but I never stopped. You know what I mean? It didn't matter what we were doing. Like, I never stopped. Mm. Um, And like 17, I think, is the first time I picked up meth. And I just, I remember being up for weeks and weeks. And uh, it was bad. It wasn't fun. It wasn't a fun experience. I thought it was cool at the time, you know? Um, but like I said, everybody would stop on the weekend. I just stayed up mm-hmm. for two weeks straight, you know? Um, I were, were you the only addict in the family? Pretty much, yeah. Wow. Yeah. And, and my, my immediate family, yeah. My, my mom had an uncle and my dad had an uncle, but they didn't really know. They didn't understand, you know? Right. Um, nobody really got it. Right. So very early on, it stopped being fun. Like the party fucking had ended, but Zach had not. Yeah. No, I wasn't done. Um. The first time I think my parents found out, they, like, kidnapped me and took me to Colorado for, like, a week, right? And uh, 
it was good for me. I needed it, right? I got away. I slept in the hotel for like three days. Um, and I finally felt like normal again after a week. And I mean, after that, like, I don't think I, I didn't do math for like 10 years. Really? Yeah. Cause it was so gnarly. Like it was, it was just. Wow. Scared you straight for a little bit. Yeah. I mean, you know what it's like. You'd be up for two weeks and right. like, just everything's crazy. You know what right. I mean? Like the shadow you start, people. Yeah, start you, seeing people like a motherfucker. Yeah, they're your, looking. <laughs> you lose your mind and you're paranoid and you're hiding in the closet under a blanket doing weird shit. You know what I mean? It's, just, <laughs> it's all bad. You yeah. know, and it traumatized me to the point of like, I'm never doing this again. I never wanted, wanted to touch that drug again, but I wasn't done getting high, you know? Right. So are you just like maintaining, smoking weed, drinking beer, doing start, whatever? Start doing pills, just like everybody else. Okay. Know? Got it. Lower tabs, Oxycontin, that's how it all started. Ooh. Xanax bars. Yeah, Xanax bars. <laughs> Ooh. That's, a, that's actually lower tab, Oxycontin, Xanax bars. That's a Lil White. That's yeah. a verse from Lil yeah. White. Yeah, I thought I was the coolest in the world when I like learned every word of that song. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And had tried everything in yeah, it. Oh, it. yeah. It's like, pff, I made no. it. So you're, you went from Vegas, and then you came out here around 23, <coughs> got even more. Involved in drugs. So I originally ended up back here because I got sent to rehab, right? So they're like, well, where do you want to go? Do you want to go to Ohio? Do you want to go to San Diego? I was like, shit, I want to go to San Diego. Like, <laughs> that's where I want to be, you know? And um, I ended up staying out here. I completed treatment and like, look, I'm good. If I'm, if I'm in county, if I'm in prison, if I'm in rehab, like if I'm in a structured environment, I do great. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, it's me on my own willpower that I can't. I can't stop what I'm doing, you know? So <laughs> I'm just thinking about that. Where do you want to go? To? Do you want to go to Ohio or do you want to go to fucking San Diego? Easy question. Um, why would you even ask? Yeah, yeah. let me think. If I'm going to be dope sick anywhere, it's going to be in Dago. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, was like, it was summertime too, you know what I mean? So oh, like, good night. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Sign me the fuck up. Now yeah, I'm going to Cleveland, bro. Yeah. 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 Send me to the mistake on the yeah, lake. You, please. you and the Timberlands can go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the that same shit happens on the East Coast. They always ask them, do you want to stay here or do you want to go to Florida? I'm like, going to Florida. Oh, go send Florida, me to fucking please. Florida. <laughs> yeah. Ridiculous. So you, you complete your first set of treatment, and then how long do you stay clean before? Four you, months. Four months that was is it. all it took. Yeah. And what were you doing in those four months? Dude, I lived in sober living for a little bit. It was cool, you know what I mean? Going to the gym, working out, meeting right. people, um, actually building, like, friendships with people. You know what I mean? Like, like genuine connections after years and years and years of, like, not connecting with anybody, you know, yeah. burning everyone and burning everybody and stealing from everybody, robbing everything that wasn't bolted down. Um, I had a little bit of stability and then I moved out into an apartment with a buddy and like the support group. I no longer had the support group of the sober living, you know, it was just me and him. Mm. And, uh, he was kind of a wild one already, but I woke up one day, it was like eight 30 in the morning and I walked a half a mile to seven 11 to get a six pack of beer. Super early in the morning, right? That's like a red flag. Like, nobody, nobody wakes up and just walks to the store to get a six-pack of beer and then drinks all of them, you know? Right. Um, but still, it didn't. Halfway back home, did you stop at the Connects house? Like, no, 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 no. <laughs> I think how that ended up is, like, that night I started drinking Jaeger, and then I blacked out, and then I convinced my roommate to drive us all the way to Vegas so that we could get meth and heroin. We stayed in a hotel room with my ex-girlfriend that was a stripper, and, like, it was, dude, it was such a bad situation. Really? Um, yeah. So bad. I mean, sounds hey, like dude, a, sounds, sounds like, like a blast. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a good Friday night. It was, it was bad. It, yeah, it's never good. Yeah. No. I'm showing up at my parents' house like unannounced. Uh, you know what I mean? And I'm like, tore oh, off. Just been up all night. You know what I mean? I got my ex girlfriend with me, and she's like kicking dope, and mm. it was just. Oh man. 
It was not good. Not your poor you know? family. <laughs> Dude, yeah, they, they're like, what in the nightmare they put before up, Christmas? They put up with so much shit with me, dude. Yeah. Um, so now uh, you're running again. Yeah, I was off and running, man. But I was only, I was only running for like nine days, and I was back in rehab. God damn! Yeah, it was quick, like like that. I was back in rehab. Are you going to state funded shit? Or are you going? No, to- this was on my my dad's insurance. Thank God, like he he was a. Uh, a government employee and had good insurance, you know what I mean? So I got to go to these fancy <laughs> joints, but all they did was like keep me clean for three months. Yeah, pat, you know you, I mean? pat you on the ass. Yeah, pat me on shit. the ass. Dude, I remember that one of the cooks came in one day to, to wake me up for uh, for for group, right? Mm-hmm. And he's like banging pots and pans together, and I told that dude to get the fuck out of my room. I'm going to beat his <laughs> fucking ass. And he just walked away. Like, that's all they did. There was no repercussions. It's crazy. You know I mean, I got, ca- I got caught with a, a homemade tattoo gun in treatment. <laughs> they didn't do nothing. You know what I mean, like, meanwhile, in these county funded programs, man, the the counselors, you know, the wrong. counselor, the counselor, like literally, like has been in prison and shit yeah. like that. And, like, so you want to get fucked up? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so you want to do this? Yeah. I don't give a fuck about this job. I'll go yeah. back. I do not care. Yeah, dude. Um, I, I was freaking working at a county funded program. Yeah. <laughs> Rough. So, I mean, it was nice. You know yeah, what I mean, I listened yeah. to these guys' stories about like crash and shit like that. Like, thankfully, I never had to do crash. Um, <laughs> that was <last> aggressive. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't think I, I don't think I would have been able to laugh. I mean, I probably would have, but yeah, that's the thing though. If you if you want to stay clean, you, you can really do any program. But crash mm-hmm. is a fucking motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. So it was just like the in and out thing for a long time. You mean going to the rooms, getting out, I'd get a job, I'd, I'd maintain for a little while, and uh, I'd get an apartment, or I'd get the car, and life would be good. You know what I mean? But I could never keep it together. You know. And then there was one point, like I had a job that somehow I was able able to use and get away with it. You know what I mean? And it was cool. For three years, I hung Christmas lights commercially. I, like, I don't even want to say why I was hanging Christmas lights because I was loaded. <laughs> you know what I mean? Lit. And Lit. Like, Tore no, up. No ladder. Op- <laughs> dude, operating, operating boom lifts, like 120-foot boom lifts Holy or fuck. like 40-foot boom lifts in, in, in downtown San Diego. Sick ass fool. And mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I'm not, I'm not wearing a tether. I'm not wearing a helmet. I'm just... Straight idiot. Just you know running I mean? like and gunning, baby. Ask, yeah. Asking to get taken out of my misery at any moment. Were um, you a smoker or IV user? Uh, I started out as a smoker, and I right. started slamming. Right. You know, and then it got, dude, it got so bad, I was muscling it. Like, it went. Oh, for sure. Yeah, it went all the way. Um, well, a little, uh, little insight to that. So, as after you blow out all your veins, you just fucking, yeah. just stick that just lightning bolt wherever. Right, yeah, dude, right, right in the back of the arm, right in the butt cheek. It didn't matter. I was just trying to get normal. Right. So I could function, you know? Mm. Um. And that was, that lasted for a while. Like, I got some bad stories. I don't know how in-depth you guys want to get, but. Dude, you can take it wherever you want. Um, this is your story. So I'll just go, like, like the last run sure. I had, right? Those are always the best. Yeah. Um, I was working that Christmas light job, and I was, my bills were paid, and I had a company van, and, and I was, I had my car. I was doing all right. You know what I mean? But, like, the job was getting in the way of me getting high, right? So what, I, what did I do? I sold all my shit in my apartment. Right, yeah. I hit everybody up, and I was like, "All this stuff's got to go." You know what I mean? I'm, I'm, I'm liquidation moving. sale. Yeah, I'm moving <laughs> out. You know what I mean? It, it's got to go. <laughs> and I went and lived in my car um, for a few days, right? And then I, I picked up on somebody that was starting to sell. You know what I mean? I started at the bottom. I was like picking up three grams, whatever. And uh, dude, staying in like the nastiest places. Uh, I lived in an abandoned house for like three months. Nobody lived there except this other dude that was a tweaker. Um, and I'd just be shut in the bedroom, you know what I mean? Like, inside the closet, inside this abandoned house, just because I started smoking meth again, unfortunately, after, like, 10 years. Mm-hmm. So, it was just, uh, it was a bad situation, you know what I mean? Like, day Stra- after day, dude, I'm just goonies. locked in this closet, dude. 
like paranoid and just because I'm locked in the closet, tripping, you know. And then I met a girl, which was it's always fun, you know what yeah. I mean? When you got a partner in crime out there just to do dumb shit with, you gotta know? cry me. Um, and I ended up convincing somebody to let us come stay at their apartment, and I would just keep them well, you know. And uh, it progressively just got worse. But I never ran out of money. I never ran out of dope. Like I ended up buying a car, and yeah. I was just doing dumb shit. Was and, this uh, the first Mustang? No, that one got repoed because I stopped paying the note. <laughs> <laughs> but before that one got repoed, I had bought a Cobra, which was like, it was green, but it was a different color and it was five speed. So when they repoed that one, I was like, yeah, whatever, take it. You know what I mean? I got another one at home. For sure. And uh, so that like ran its course. You know what I mean? I did that for about a year. Um, and I thought I was living the dream. You know what I mean? Like I never ran out, ran out of anything. Everything was good except for... The drama and being paranoid and never wanting to leave the apartment. You know what I mean? Right. Like, mind you, and I'm in... Staying up for, like, a week and a half, right? I'm in an apartment, yeah, and then falling out for, like, three days and waking up and all my shit's gone. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I'm in an apartment oh, in the middle of college area by SDSU, right? Like, right across the street from the college, right? God Which is a damn. big no-no. You know yeah. what I mean? And uh, selling drugs out of the apartment and just being an idiot. And uh, I mean, it finally all caught up to me, you know? Um, I remember I was in the kitchen... and. It, I mean, you just imagine a trap house. There's a trap house, right? It's just gross. Mm. I'm in the kitchen. I got no shoes, no shirt. I'm in my pants, and I'm making Pillsbury cinnamon rolls in the oven, and it's like 4.30 in the morning, <laughs> right? And I hear outside the door, sheriff's department, we got a search warrant, right? And it took a split second for it to register, and I remember running to the bathroom and throwing a half ounce in the toilet and pulling my rig out of my pocket, and I could see the cop in the window of the bathroom trying to pepper spray me, and it was like slow-mo, <laughs> like the Matrix, right? And I remember sh shutting the door on him, and then I ran in to the to the to the living room and that's when the flashbangs went off and they blew out my windows and um, by then I was already face down on the floor I threw my gun and my phone and all my money under the couch and I was just face down like with my face in the corner of the couch you know what I mean and they came in and they took everybody and uh, I remember sitting outside in handcuffs and I had no shirt on it was cold as fuck I remember being so cold and uh, I remember being like fuck this is over like like finally this is over because I had prayed for something to like come into my life um and help me because I couldn't do it myself. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, like I needed something to intervene in my life. I had been clean before. I knew what it was like. Um, it didn't matter how much money I had. It didn't matter if I had cars. It didn't matter if I had the girl or a place to live. I was miserable and I was dying inside and I hated it. Hmm. Um, that shit made the news, didn't it? Yeah, it was on the news. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. That shit made the news. It was on the <laughs> news. Look, Ma, uh, I made first. it. <laughs> hey, so the first time I met Zach. The news. Yeah, <laughs> the news. It was, I mean, they kind of blew it out of proportion. They were like, oh, yeah, they, they raided a drug dealer's house and found drugs and guns and money. and They were laundering. A huge collection of coins and jewelry, which that part was true because I had a huge-ass coin collection. Like, I was just, <laughs> hey, I'd just be tweaking tweet. all day going to pawn shops and, like, tweet. on offer up, just buying <laughs> coins like a weirdo. You know what I mean? Hey, this is going to make me a million. A millionaire. They'll never track me. <laughs> Sheriff, sheriffs took all of it. They took my car. I ended up back in county with. Where was this at? This was in college area. Yeah, this oh, is like yeah. down the street. Probably. Yeah. Like yeah. right around the corner from my house now. Um, <laughs> God damn. Yeah. Change old people, places, and things. Zach's hey, like, I'll move around the corner. I'm, yeah. right here. <laughs> I'm just going to stay. Yeah, it's all good. I'm just going to stay in it. Right. Right. And I get to county and uh, just tore up from the floor up. You guys know the deal there. You know what right. I mean? Like, dude, you got to start doing mandos. And like, I just didn't want to work out. I didn't want to do nothing. I felt like shit. I had sores all over my ass from muscle and heroin. Like, it was, it was bad, you know? I bet. And, uh, I remember going to court and the public defender comes up and she goes, they're trying to give you 10 years. And I was like, like, like that'll, that'll put you back in your seat. You know what I mean? Like I'd been to prison um, and it was just like small time. And then like I'm facing 10 years, you know what I mean? For guns and drugs and possession and sales and 
and all this other stuff that they were trying to get me with stolen property and stolen identity and they fucking, th- they fucking threw everything at you. Hey, fucking human trafficking, some more shit. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was a lot. And yeah. uh they st- the DA fucking throws fucking yeah, just th- everything. Everything at you. Yeah. throw enough shit at the I, wall, some of it will stick. Yeah, straight up. I had twenty four felonies on yeah. me, bro. Yeah. That's a fuck. It was. They were just pulling shit out of their fucking ass. Dude, yeah. They gave them a felony for not finishing the cinnamon rolls. Like, <laughs> yeah, for wasting pastries for, for burning them. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I told them no on the first deal. You know what I mean? Because I kind of know how it is, and it was my first offense here in California. So they came back with three to six, but the judge had the opportunity to send me to a program. Right. Mm. So I was like, cool. This is this is my my uh, out. I'll get to go to county for a year, and then I'll have to go to Crash or, or uh, Salvation Army. Yeah, and then I'll be good, you know, and that's what the judge ended up giving me. Um, was a county year and six months in a program or whatever it was back then. You know what I mean? Five, so five year prison term, basically. And yeah, a year in county, get the fuck out of yeah, here. Yeah, just go. And, fuck. Uh, yeah, but like the way they had it like set up back then, it was kind of like a fucking setup. It was. If dude. you really think about it, like they take <coughs> you that has this fucking wild ass fucking case and everything like that, and then they're like. Let's give him a program. But if he doesn't finish the program, right. AB, he's going to have to do... It's AB 109, yeah, right? Like, Is that yeah. what you want? AB 109 or no? I don't even remember. Right. I mean, it sounds yeah. like AB but 109. It's, it's, it's like, yeah. if you don't complete this part of the program and everything like that, you're fucked. Yeah. And we're yeah. going to fuck you so hard. Yeah. Yeah, and you're you going to do all the time. Yeah, you're going to do They all set you time. up. Like, here, yeah. let's give this drug addict that we have this huge rap sheet on. We're going to send him back to the streets. And see if he doesn't do what he always does. Uh-huh. On your time, too, what did you sign for? Uh, you remember? It was three to six, I think. All right. Because, like, I, I signed for Mando three years straight time. Nothing. Yeah. No mm-hmm. 85%, none of that Oof. bullshit. It was like, this is what you're at. And this is, if you if you fuck up one more time, you're yeah. doing your fucking time. Yeah. yeah. I, had, That's I, had, it. I had six years at 85%. Yeah. Hanging over my head. So trip out on this, right? They let me out. They dropped me off at Salvation Army. I went into, uh, I don't know if you guys have ever been there, but there's like a big chapel. It's very like religious type mm-hmm. really. Mm-hmm. And uh, I walked right out. I was like, I'm not doing this. There's no way I'm doing this. Wow. And uh, I'm in my county slippers, which didn't hold up to the walk <laughs> to the bus stop. You know what I mean? They were already broke. Um, I didn't want to do another program. And I knew I had time hanging over my head, um, but I went back to the dope house and I watched everybody get high for two days. And, uh, it started to look appealing because I wanted to be a part of. Again, that's me feeling like I'm not a part of or I don't belong or or I don't have nobody. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, thank God, one of my best friends, Sam Jackson, he texted me and he's like, hey, do you want to go to a meeting? You know? And uh, he picked me up and he took me to a meeting and he looked at me. He's like, you don't have to go back there if you don't want to. You know? Mm. And I didn't. I didn't want to go back there. You know? And I'd already like given my last 120 bucks because I was going to start over. In my mind, I was like, man, I got to go right back to what I was doing because that's all I know. I don't know nothing else. You know what I mean? Like, how am I going to get money? How am I going to survive? I got to start selling dope again. You know, that's the only way I'm going to come back. That's your best thinking, though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, when when you're in your active addiction, my best thinking is, I I think I could do this one more time. I'm clean now. (laughs) I got this figured out. Yeah. 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 I can do this now. I'm just not going to use this time. Yeah. That Um, That monkey on your back is only fucking jumping harder and harder. Yeah. But so Sam's got you. He's dude. He took me to his parents' house, which they've always loved me and supported me. And he let me stay there. He helped me get a job. He took me my license, my social. Like he looked out 100 percent to set me up. And and he he got me surrounded by a bunch of people that had clean time. I mean, I don't think I hung out with anybody that had less than 12 years. Who's how how old are you at this point? Um, Well, this is (coughs) when I got clean this last time. I'm 33. So it was four and a half years ago. So 29, 30. Damn. Something like that. Mm. Um, 
And then he moved to San Francisco. Yeah, I was about to say, I don't I don't re- remember a Sam. Yeah, he moved to San Francisco like right after I got out of jail. Nice. You know what I mean? Moved me into into the houses, right? right? And uh Oh, you can call those what they are. Oh, Fairmont. Yeah. Fairmont yeah. recovery. Saved my life, right? right? Um and I wasn't like no shining member of the community when I first got there. I mean, <laughs> I got my first real paycheck from work. What do you guys think I did? I went and picked up a half ounce of dope, and I was like, I'm going to start selling again. I'm just not going to use. You know what I mean? God I'm not kidding. I'm in the living, in the sober living, and I'm selling dope. <laughs> I got shingles. I was so stressed out. I thought I was going to get caught, you know? <laughs> and uh, I'm dating a girl at the time who's got 12 years, and I finally snitched on myself. I mean, call it recovery. Call it whatever you want to call right. it. I finally told on myself, and uh, she came over, and she's bawling. She's like, do you want to go back to prison? Do you want to die? And I was like, well, no, not really. And she's like, well, how about you flush it? I was like, how about I sell it? And I get my money back. You know what I mean? I'm broke. Right. I put all my money in this. And she finally convinced me and I flushed it and I smashed the scale. And that was the last time. Holy shit. That I ever looked back. You know what I mean? I would have sold it. Yeah. That was like a huge no, turning point for have. me. No. You know what I mean? Like, not only did I not use, which the shitty part was, is like I was picking people up in my car. I was watching them shoot up. And I was like, yo, I know about this whole new life, dude. I'm clean. I, oh, I'm, my God. Yeah, dude. Oh, you were that guy. Yeah, oh, oh, my God. God. Bag, you know what I mean? The dope and, man messiah. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. So <laughs> let me help you out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Give it to him, baby. Finish him. He's God another damn dirt bag. Dirt bag to the fullest. Straight and, uh, the fuck up. What the? <laughs> <laughs> you fucking kidding me? So, so you flush the dope. Yeah. And I, I never looked back, man. That was it. I was this done. is what I love about this portion or this p- time period. When was this? Before or after you were clean? You stopped selling dope, and then you had to go back and finish your jail time? Yeah, dude. I uh, I think I was only out a month or two months. Maybe it was four. I don't know. But I had to go check in with my PO, and my PO was like, bro, you're supposed to have been in jail this whole time. You're supposed to be in a program. We have no idea where you are. Like, we got to lock you back up. You Oof. Know? So he took me back to county, downtown. I'm clean, and that was just a whole nother mm. misery mission. Yeah. You know, doing it clean is a whole nother story. When you go into booking loaded and you can just – fall out on the floor or you sleep, sleep for a, a week. You know what I mean? Like no big deal. Paper roll and shit. Yeah. I'm clean and I'm going through this shit again. Um, and I don't ever want to do it again. No, I don't ever want to have to go back. How much time did you have to do? I think I sat in County for another six months and this is a trippy part is I went back to court and I had like a bunch of character references cause I'd been clean with all these people. So they were all writing letters and shit. The judge was like, ah, we're going to give him work release, you know, which was great for an addict. If you've ever been to work release, it's just a bunch of, criminals and drug addicts that are locked in buildings together and they get to leave from like nine to five to go to work. Right. Yeah. I did so that. They, yeah. They come back with like dope and dope pipes and alcohol, tattoo guns, whatever, everything, throw the burritos over God the fucking yeah. hands. You get to do whatever, you get to do whatever you want. You know what I mean? And it's not, yeah. it's not cops that, that manage it. It's like an outside business yeah. that controls this of place course. and makes the money off that of makes, it. Yeah. That makes you know? sense. And they are not all of them. There's probably like one and a half. <laughs> That aren't dicks. Like, everybody else was probably, like, picked on in high school and and, yeah. and, and beat up and stuff like that. Most of those dudes that work there are straight, Fucking lame. Like, yeah. straight up the fuck. Like, some dudes, like... They got, they I, got I a have, chip, dude. I have nothing, because, like, I was in recovery, and I had just finished uh, Crash, and then I get in there and everything like that. I'm clean, and they're, they're beyond fucking like what you're supposed to be you know what i'm saying like i've been in jail with with like sheriffs and everybody like that like that's like and they treat you with respect these dudes never been to jail and have no idea you know how they're talking to people and shit like that and start 
treating people like shit. You oh, know I'm, I'm sure a couple of them fucked around with the wrong one and uh-huh. got caught like, oh, I'm going to see you in the streets. For know? sure. So anybody that's over at the 36 and Ocean View fucking that one. Ha- that, that, yeah, that, I know exactly what you're talking yeah, about. That one. All those guys that work there and shit like that. If you weren't there when I went there, you know, be your own fucking person. Enjoy who the fuck you are and everything like that. Come yeah. to work and treat people like people. And if you're not, fuck you. Buckle yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> so. Fucking dickheads. So you get out of jail. How much time do you got now? I had to clean. Have, I had to have like eight months clean, mm. maybe. This is about the time that I met you. Yeah, I was living. I mean, I don't know what house I was living. I was living at Rowan. You were at Rowan for sure. Yeah. So. Maybe a year, almost a year clean. Yeah. Yeah. I think I met you and you took your year. Yeah. And it was at the Insomniatics meeting. We were, that's where our friend, our friendship started. Yeah, 10 o'clock. I had just fucking moved here. Yeah, a 10 o'clock meeting. That was a cool meeting, man. That was popping for a minute. <laughs> for fucking sure. It was on and cracking. So, Shout out Sterling and the Seal. <laughs> and then I got busy, dude. Like, I got busy um, working with a sponsor and working steps and, and secretary meetings and having commitments and, like, doing everything that we're told to do. You know what I mean? Like if you want to change your life, you do what we do. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, you were scared to get a job. Well, I didn't, I don't want to work for nobody else. Look, this is my thing. Like I don't want to work for nobody else yeah. and help you make fucking money. If you ain't going to help me make money. Yeah. <laughs> paying me 14 bucks an hour. That's cool. Whatever. Yeah. But I can't do nothing with that. You know what I mean? And, and uh, my mission was to develop some skills that I could charge you a yeah. retarded amount of money for. Right. <laughs> yeah. That was my mission. Cause I, I want to be able to make money and yeah, and work, offer a service. And offer a service and do something that I love. Right. right. I enjoy what I do. Um, but yeah. I, I, I you mean, did I, get busy as fuck. I worked it? I worked for a couple people. Yeah, you, you worked know? for like, what was it, Napa? I worked for Napa. I sold parts. I sold paint at the paint store. Yeah, I remember you know that. I mean? and like, if I wouldn't have had that job, I would have never met Chance, right? Nobody really knows who Chance is, but like, that dude took me under his wing and... and any chance he got, he put a wrench in my hand or he put a paint gun in my hand. He's right. like, you're doing this. You know what I mean? And even if I didn't believe in myself, like that dude believed in me. You For know, sure. It, it I fucking love that dude. It he didn't matter what so it was. so fucking awesome. Right? And, and he's been a wealth of knowledge since the day I met him. It didn't matter what questions I had. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Even at, in the driveway at Rowan when I painted that first Mustang, right? He yeah. walked me through every step over the phone. Like, this is what you need to do. This is what you need to do. This is what you need to do. You know? Um, so, like, there are jobs that I had that, that were crucial. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Even when I worked for Manny, like, that was my. That was my uh, starting point of like, yeah, this is what I want to do with my life. Like, I want to paint. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and working for him, I never really got a paint gun in my hand, but yeah. I got a lot of hands-on experience. Yeah. I mean, I figured out like, this is cool. What I prep enjoy- was. And yeah. I enjoy this. I yeah. can like, do this. Because like prepping is like a large part of it. Right? It's, it's, it's the biggest part of it. Like yeah. if you got shitty prep work, you're going to get a shitty ass paint job. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why when people try and bring me something, they're like, it's already prepped. Like, no, motherfucker. It's not prepped till I touch it. You know what I mean? Like when, <laughs> when right. I'm done. Then it's prepped. <laughs> it ain't prepped till I touch it. You heard it here first, man. It's, it's the truth, man. Because a lot of people think, like, oh, yeah, I'm going to do all the work, and I'm a primer, and then all you got to do is paint it. Like, no, that's not the case. That's not how this works. That's not how this is going to work. You yeah. know what I mean? Because if, if I paint it for you and it looks like shit, who are you going to blame? Uh, me. I'm going to get the blame, and yeah. then you're going to go tell everybody that Rude Paint gave you a shitty paint job when it's your fault. Right. You know, so... <laughs> you don't go into the doctor office and tell him how he's going to do the surgery. Hey, you know I, already, I already cut myself right. open, so can you just pull this thing out and <laughs> I'll go home and stitch myself up? <laughs> that don't make no sense. Right. You know? So, so in you're av- avoiding working, making somebody else's dream a reality, and uh, we we've already heard this on this ep- on this show. Fucking Mike and Brent, a Fairmont recovery dude. Fucking so that, took a chance on a dope fiend. That was my my biggest saving grace, right? Is is they saw something in me that I didn't see in myself. Um, 
which is weird for somebody like me who's never had really no uh nobody's ever trusted me with anything you know what i mean and they're like eh, we want you to manage one of our houses right so you need to look after these 14 dudes make sure nobody's getting high make sure everybody's home on time run these house meetings make sure everybody's doing what we want them to do right mm-hmm. and i think that's what made me grow the most right mm-hmm. it's because i had to encourage all these other men in my life like this is what we do we don't have to live like that no more we don't have to go to jail we don't have to go to prison we don't have to steal shit we don't have to we don't have to do nothing we don't have to put a needle in our arm like we don't have to live alone miserable depressed and isolated from society no more right yeah and uh that's what made me grow the most right was sitting in those house meetings and trying to get these dudes to change their lives mm-hmm. um and then they saw fit to like keep putting me in their new houses and their new houses and their new houses train the new managers train the new managers and then they got to a point where like okay we want you to oversee all the managers and we want you to oversee all the houses to a certain degree right right mike was always there mike was all he's always been hands-on um as far as dealing with residents and issues and stuff like that house and brent same thing you know what i mean like we met dude for three years every friday night i was with those dudes and we were talking about every resident we had like those dudes care they give a shit you know what i mean they meet every week at the same time and they talk about every house every resident what can we do to help them Mm -hmm. and that speaks volumes because i've encountered a lot of sober livings where that shit's a source of revenue for people they don't don't give a fuck and they're not sometimes they're not even in recovery so Anybody who's listening to this is... It's is, a paycheck. It's a, yeah, you need to fucking do some research on the house that you go live in. You need to check and fucking make sure the people there have what you want. They're not fucking scamming. They're not fucking getting loaded in the house. Like, there's some fucking accountability because that's what makes... There's all different levels of recovery and not all of it's fucking good. Right. So right. do your research. I was going to say real quick, man. The, the Rowan Street... I have so many fond memories of recovery because we used to do um, sittings and shit. Yeah, and the you, were, you were brand new when, when that. I mean, it was amazing, dude. You know what I mean? Like just getting out of crash. I remember the first day that I met. Uh, it's actually the first day I met my wife. I met Mike too. Hey, and we, yeah, we went to fucking. We went back to his house, and so then I just start chopping up with him, and then you know after ha- you know having a friendship with him, then we started going to parties. But the sit-ins, mm-hmm. having the sit-ins, dude. What's a sit-in? So basically, you have a group of people, and right at midnight or before midnight, everybody goes around the room or goes around in a circle, and you know tells a little bit about that person. And it's for your one when you finally get to one year. So we sit in to make sure you don't fuck up and get loaded on your one year. We walk you. We walk you into your year. Yep. Right. And it's it's probably one of the most intimate moments that you can have in recovery with the people that are closest to you. Yeah. Um, and if you haven't done that, do it dude, because or, it's pretty fucking a, spiritual, man. Be yeah. A part of one. You know what I mean? Like people came to mind and they, for years after they were like, that was the most amazing thing that I ever been a part of. And like, I appreciate you for inviting me. I'm getting that, fucking you know? goosebumps thinking about it right now. Chicken skins. Oh, getting that chicken <laughs> skin. Boy. I remember my, my parents, <laughs> my parents drove all the way out from Vegas. Wow. Damn. To, That's to fucking in. rad. Yeah. And I remember being able to look at my mom and uh, she's crying. I'm crying and be able to tell her, like, I'm okay. You know I mean? like, her baby's okay. Like, for the damn. first time in 30 years, I'm okay. You don't have to worry about me. Like, I'm good, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm getting chills just talking about that. that <laughs> oh, boy. Like, homie, I was like, I was like. <laughs> that, was, <laughs> that was a huge moment. Hey, when the mom me. shit comes dropping, dude, dude, it fucking hits me so hard, dude. God, it, oh, who you telling, player? God damn. So. It was cool. It was a cool moment, you know? And, yeah. dude, living at Fairmont was crucial to me, like, trying to chase my dreams. You know what I mean? That's where I started painting and messing around and wrenching on cars. And, and uh, that's all stuff that I've always been into. My entire life, like, I remember, um, 
working on my bikes or working on cars or working with my brothers on their cars is something that I've always been into. Uh, drugs just always got in the way. You know what I mean? When I was 17, mm-hmm. I got my first Suzuki 400 and I ripped that whole thing apart and I painted it. Mind you, it was rat- rattle can, rattle can <laughs> with black racing stripes, but it was a Suzuki yellow. And uh, I thought it was the coolest <laughs> thing in the world because I did it. You know what I mean? And then I went and, and I fried on mushrooms for two days and my mom giving it away. <laughs> yeah you don't deserve She's like this. oh you want to disobey the rules all right cool <laughs> the bike must go yeah <laughs> oh, man. But, like we get clean and and, and uh, it talks about those lost dreams being reawoken right and somewhere just it hit me in the mouth like this is what i want to do with my life and uh here we are like almost three years into into holding a paint gun you know what i mean a year into custom and uh it's pretty cool man it's fucking getting good homie yeah it's pretty before cool. we get to that Let's talk about, you know, LFG 1904. We pride ourselves on our motherfucking Harley Davidson scooters. <laughs> fucking scooters. What was your first scooter? Yep. Oh, dude, I had that Sportster. You guys remember that little tiny thing? Yeah, with the 21 inch. You had a Sportster 1200 it was a custom. custom. Yeah, it was with a 21 inch front sp- yeah. spoky boy. Yeah, it was a custom. I used to try and ride around with you all, all you guys, but it wasn't happening. <laughs> I don't know. I remember you came over to Evans' house and we fucking bombed back to Rowan. Or no, it was uh, 69th Street, and you're fucking slamming on that. Hey, that thing, thing was pretty quick, dude. But I'm, I only weigh like 160 Sorry. pounds. Yeah. Yeah. So the weight to power ratio. Was it was like cool. Rafa can relate. Yeah. Yeah, I love my bike. Don't break Damn, it. Damn, is that a machine gun? Oh, it sounds crazy. Yeah, it was cool. It, it just keeps going limp. All right, well, make do, and I'll play with it later. Ooh, damn. Yeah, that's right. Whip it out. I don't even think there's a button for that. Hey, I lift it up my hand and go yeah. hit a button. There's like... Just, just hit a fucking button, button dude. <laughs> <laughs> fucking old reach-around Sally's over here. Yee! It's a common courtesy. Hey, so that Sportster, though, was that the same bike that... Um, different bike. Different bike. I okay. know what you're talking about. Yeah, so, yeah. Stefan... So, Stefan had one, too. Stefan okay, had a 1200, but his, it was like... Uh, Look, so I remember being burnt with, orange. I remember being with Stefan. We used to talk about getting bikes, right? This is when you guys already had all yours, I think. Right. But we used to talk about um, wanting to get bikes, you know? And I remember pulling the trigger because me and Rachel had like broke up. So I was like, I'm going to go drop four grand on a bike. Fuck it, you know? And, uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's why she called me. She's like, damn, this motherfucker got a Harley. I'm going to call him back. <laughs> Smart. <laughs> so, Smart girl. Yeah, I got that. And she knows the deal. Stefan, <laughs> Stefan's like super alpha male, right? Like he wants to be the best at everything he does. I've never seen somebody research anything in my entire life more than he does. It doesn't matter if it's like a part or a paint yeah, or like sure. how to make reels. Like if this dude gets into it, you know what I mean? He he does mad research on it. Yeah, for sure. He's very meticulous, right? So he saves all his pennies, and, and he finds that little chopped out, uh, clapped out Sportster. But it looked cool because it had shiny orange paint and some chrome, you know? <laughs> and I remember taking him to go pick it up, and, uh, you know, we rode around Claremont for a little bit, and I was like, right. cool, we're getting on the freeway. You know what I mean? It was the same thing with me. I was like, oh, God, a scary moment. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he rocked that for a little bit, you know? And then I went down to Harley one day for something. I don't know what it was. You, so this is what's crazy. You had just moved in across the hall from me. Yeah. All right, I got to take it back a little even further. So me and Zach got super tight. Like like I said, this is one of my best friends. We spent every, I lived in a sober living downtown and he lived at Rowan Street and was the manager and was working for Manny, just getting like a little side hustle money. We spent every night at EO's gym in Point Loma from like nine o'clock to midnight for like eight months straight. This is back before I had a gut and I was actually like, I could put up 225 for some reps it was it was a good time in my life yeah 1920 yeah <laughs> fuck off <laughs> fucking dick 
But <laughs> fucking assholes. Hey, back then you guys couldn't get me to fucking put a shirt on to save my life. Oh my god! Yeah, thank thank god. god. Every goddamn, I still have the picture hey, of my he phone. He says it and sends it to me on my birthday, like every year. I fucking swear to God, I was I had the biggest man crush on this fool because I never seen him in a shirt. And he's just walking around with a six pack. I'm like, well, I, I mean, if I had that too, I'd be no, shirtless. I would be shirtless Dude, the too. selfie hey. game was strong with Zach on Facebook for a long time. Hey, but that was me just trying to like validate myself and get validation right. from all the wrong places. That's all it was. Because I see dudes doing it now, and I'm like, ah, oh, this motherfucker, dude. Been there. Yeah, I been see there. you. Yeah, I see you. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And, like, you guys did the same thing with me. Like, you guys had already already been there and, and, and seen it. Oh, we um, all done it, too. I mean, I know fucking Jesus Christ. Bro, you get when clean, I, and you start feeling good. You're like, dang, you look good. Day one, Dustin Adam still, crashed Dustin into still a walks sober around living. without a shirt on, Homie, bro. it was like nothing but fucking huge selfies and fucking this is where mm-hmm. I'm at. You know what I mean? <laughs> Come and fuck around. Yeah, yeah. Every post is about recovery and my beautiful changed life. And, you know what I mean? <laughs> gratitude. Yeah, gratitude. So yeah. Come and get this recovery, girl. Straight yeah. up. Straight <laughs> up. <laughs> pink yeah. Sh- sure. Sharing like I've never shared before in every oh, meeting. You're just sharing that crack. Yeah. Yeah. Most but all the girls that we hang out with, you know what I mean? That you guys were such fucking douchebags. Yeah, yes. just eye roll yeah. after eye roll. But that speaks volumes to like you can remove the fucking drugs, but there's still an outstanding oh, problem, oh, bro. Sure. Like I'm I'm fucked up in the brain before I even start getting loaded. Yeah. And yeah. the insecurity part, like, fuck yeah. yeah. And like we act out in all kinds of ways. Dude, like, I have no self worth. It didn't none. matter what it looked like. Uh, I nope. had none. hundred percent. Yeah. You know what's crazy is like, um, I'm like super fucking like well i was like super introverted you still like are. i just couldn't i just <laughs> but i like at the at um like i'm able to do shit like this and go to rides and nights like, to chop it up with people and shit but like when um a couple years ago no way no, no not at all no not at all dude i've been clean for eight years and like over the last two years is the most i've ever like came out of my shell and like back in the days and shit like that i just like would come to the meetings and watch these guys talk their game and do their thing. And I was like, man, this dude's pretty cool and shit like that. And I, it took a while. Like I, I walked up to Zach and I was just like, what's up, dude? Walked away. Down. <laughs> you know what I mean? Wallflower. And Ooh. then after, after a while of coming and, and realizing, oh, this dude's not trying to get in my pockets. He ain't trying to fuck with me or nothing like that. Like I just pulled him over and I was like, what's up, dude? You know, start chopping it up. Dude, we, it was like you me and Art, we would just kick it outside of the life center and for talk. fucking hours yeah. after the meeting. It's the second time yeah. we brought his name up. Our homeboy fucking Arthur, he will eventually be on the show. We've got a long list of people to bring on, but his fucking message is so fucking grounded and so fucking solid. Like, that's the guy to hit up. You're going through something and you want some fucking perspective, you yeah. call up Arthur. Like, and like and like the, around the time that I met Art, he was just coming back into, um, the, rooms. into, into the rooms. Yep. So... We were just in there and just like, and we were literally, cause like I just left one program, joined another, me, you know, all that shit with my baby moms. And, um, I just got a sponsor. He put me on 30 and 30 cause I was going through it, but I kind of like stood up here and shit. And, um, I like just finding Zach and finding art and like people that were similar minded and shit like that, that shit, that shit was big and it helped me out big time. Yeah, I mean, for sure. It's huge, straight up. Yeah, it's huge. That's the thing about art, dude. Is like all he does is read, and and he like studies philosophy and psychology, and like mm-hmm. yeah. that dude is smart. You know, it's what very mean? smart. And, and uh, mm-hmm. puts all those post its everywhere, dog. You can sit down, and have a conversation yeah. with him, and and feel better immediately. Mental illness is a real mm-hmm. thing, homie. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, he's got some awareness. Straight yeah? up, straight up. I'm gonna reel it back in. So you got the fucking sporty. 
Yeah. You're living across the hall from your boy B. Graf. Yeah. Best what's, neighbor what, I ever what, have. Hold on. What's that I like? I like how he speaks for you. <laughs> <laughs> the best neighbor you ever had, right? Yeah. Right? <laughs> what's that yeah, like? I didn't steal his dope, so I, mean, but it's, I feel like that puts me up there. <laughs> so so this is a thing, right? I don't keep in contact with people all that well. You know what I mean, I don't call nobody. I don't pick up the phone. I don't even want to talk on the fucking phone that much. You know what yeah. I mean? Unless it's... I, and that's a front. I mean... <laughs> it, it depends. What was... Hold on. What was that? Oh, this one? I like that one. That one's fancy. <laughs> well, I'll have to do that for like the self-realization ones. Um, I don't, dude. I don't know what it stems from. I don't know. I don't know if it stems from like selling dope or stealing from people. But like when people call me, I immediately get nervous, mm. and like I don't want to answer the phone. You know what I mean, which is probably dumb when you're trying to run your own business. But <laughs> it's neither here nor there. You know what I mean? Um, so when I moved in across the hall from you, it was like I had that connection with somebody again, right? Because I had moved out of yeah. the sober living, which I was surrounded by dudes, but I was at a house where I wasn't really connected with nobody no more, mm-hmm. you know? Um, it was a new house. It was different. No, you were living in the fucking trailer behind the house. No, I moved downtown, remember? To oh, a brand you were in the house. downtown house, yeah. Yeah, and I was like living in like some some uh, wagon house that was like away from the house. I don't know, that's what they call it. Like the house is like a, it's like a, it was a casita. It's an old brothel. Yeah, it was like an old brothel, dude. <laughs> it's like an old Victorian yeah. brothel. You go in there like. Shout out to Mike and Brent. Hey, yeah. every wall is covered in like a different wallpaper. Yeah, the house um, was a trip, dude. It was no four shit. stories. Yeah. It was haunted like a motherfucker. It was dark. The downstairs basement had a bunch of bedrooms, but no windows whatsoever. Damn. Uh, supposedly haunted. You know, There's some holes in this house. So There's I'm living holes. in this wagon house, wagon house, or chariot house, or whatever it was. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um, uh-huh. So when I come out of my bedroom, it's like a an open air little walkway. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, but it's covered. And then that's how I got to the bathroom. And if I wanted to use the kitchen, it was like all the way upstairs. So I just stopped cooking and stopped going, eating pretty much. <laughs> um, and then I got to a point I was like, I, I was done. You know what I mean? I was, I was done managing. I just, I wasn't in it. No yeah. More. You weren't, you weren't over there that long. No. It can tap you out. And that's like the same thing happens to people that work in treatment. Yeah. Right. Like they, they replace their meeting attendance and working with a sponsor with fucking, well, I work with fucking addicts all day long. Yeah. That's, it's not enough. It was and exhausting. it'll fucking, it'll tap you out. And it was like three years of having to answer every phone call and help everybody with their needs and like what they needed and answer their questions and sit down with people and like pull them up on their behaviors and no, you can't do this or, or kicking dudes out, hoping to God they didn't die, which has happened. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and I just got to a point where like I was done doing it, you know? Mm. It comes to a certain point, too, where you're like, what about me? Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? You're, you're out there fucking doing the most for other people and helping them, you know, get a successful life and fucking clean. And but it comes to a point where you're like, man, what what about fucking me? Because I'm important. Yeah. Yeah. Straight up. You know? I didn't even think about that. Yeah. So, yeah, dude, I ended up moving across the hall from you, which was cool. <laughs> yeah. You know Fuck I mean? yeah. Like, I was so stoked. It uh, rekindled our bromance. For you know sure. I mean? So. It was nice having somebody there. Good touch. Good touch. So at that point you were, you were still doing complete car works. Yeah. Just wrenching on people's cars. Mobily. Yeah. Pulling up and yeah. ripping done apart. My, shit. He's done mine. Yeah. And then fucking, yeah, go, go ahead. What, what was life like once you moved into fucking Ayana customs? Um, it's weird, dude. Being an adult and having your own place. Mind you, I'd never had my own apartment in my entire life. At 30 years old or 32 or however old that was, that was like my first place that had my name <laughs> on the lease. You know what I mean? <laughs> and they approved me just on my income. Like, I didn't even need nobody else. They looked Sick. at my bank statements and they're like, yeah, you can afford this. Go ahead. You know? Um, 
So it was cool. You know what I mean? I had a garage. I had a place to put my bike. Yeah. Um, had the Forerunner. I was working out of the Forerunner, and uh, my lady moved in. You know what I mean, Rachel? And like that's when we finally actually spent a lot of time with each other, and like we had a lot of things to work out. You know what I mean? Before it actually started working, working. Mm-hmm. Um, but it gave us a good taste of who each other was, and we were both still early in recovery. Her even more so than me. You know. Um, I wasn't working a program. But she she had time in relapse, right? Or no? No, she no? never really put together any time. Oh, really? She's almost at, she's at two and a half years now. Oh, okay. For some reason, I she was... She was think- in drug court for three years. Oh, she okay. could never stay clean. <laughs> <laughs> well, said, though, were you guys dating and then she relapsed? No. Oh, okay, no. no. Okay, we, I, th- we I thought... We hung out as... My bad, Rachel. <laughs> we hung out as friends. I'm putting finger quotations right. there because <laughs> you right. can see me. But, I mean, I was always interested in her. But, like, there's that... You're not supposed to be messing with somebody that can't stay clean. Right. You know I remember I mean? you telling me, you're like, man, I've been wanting this girl for a long time. Yeah, but she couldn't stay clean. And I had a couple of years. So, like, that's not the move. You know right. what I mean? Uh, that would have been me getting in the way of her her recovery. So Damn. I ended okay. Up, uh, that's I a big-ass move because I would have still fucked her. Yeah. <laughs> I ended up moving. <laughs> <laughs> fucking dirtbag. I'm sorry. Dirtbag hour coming at you. We're going to break this up. Was <laughs> So I ended up moving her into the female Fairmont house. Wow. Because she was at a house that didn't have no recovery. And mm-hmm. you know I mean, she didn't, she hated it, you know? Mm-hmm. So I moved her into Fairmont and uh, she got a sponsor and started doing the deal because we make you do the deal when you're at Fairmont. And if you don't want to do the deal, you can get out. Mm-hmm. You know? It's a fact. There's somebody else that wants that bed that wants to be clean. Yeah. And she started doing good. You know, and she started getting some stability and she had like six months clean. And that's when she kept coming over to the trailer and the, the bosses were like, that's a no, no, you can't be having her in your trailer. And I was like, Man, this is bullshit. It's my trailer. <laughs> this is bullshit. God damn it. You know how many people I save? <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah. So, and they were, I mean, they were right. You know I mean, they got to protect their business and, yeah. and, and how we carry ourselves in the community as, yeah. as, uh, Plus, it's co- almost kind of like a conflict of interest, Super though, interest. because she's a resident over at the one of their houses. houses. Yeah, and, and I'm over here, director of operations for everything. <laughs> so it doesn't not look, look. It doesn't look good. Yeah, it's yeah. not a very good look now. And, you know, pulling back this onion a little bit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> not a very good look. Thankfully, like, we had never done... Like, Zach's a sav. <laughs> <laughs> we had never done anything up to this point. We were just hanging out. Right. I mean, Whatever. Um, <laughs> this is my story. I'll stick to it. This is my story. I'll stick to it. <laughs> but it got to a point where I was like, "You need to move out," because like mm. I can't keep, I can't keep doing this, and like I'm breaking rules that I'm not supposed to be breaking, and uh, I want to spend more time with you, and I want it to be. It was like testing your integrity, right? Mm. So she moved out back into another sober living that she hated, but it's because she wanted to be with me, and mm. you know we started dating. So that's right. It was cool. Now y'all live together. Now we live together, and. This is about the time you you started, you were painting out of chances or you were wrenching there too? Both. Both. Yeah, both. Whatever you needed me to do. Right. So, it was cool. And then. <laughs> what else do you want to know? And then. Okay, so. I just it, fucked him up because he was banging the can on the thing. Yeah. He just fucked his ass up. <laughs> He's such a fucking drug addict. <laughs> just tippy tapping yeah, everything. No, at the moment you're doing something and it gets stopped, you're just like, oh, fuck, where am I at? Where am I? Who? Where, what? What? Huh? what? was I talking about? <laughs> oh, Rachel, what? <laughs> so, at this point, you're fucking, this is like, we're coming up on like a year and a half ago. You're fucking painting. Uh, you're doing fucking bumper work. You're doing car repair. Bro, I had painted like sides of RVs at this point. Dump trucks. I had painted dump end boxes for like no money, which I'll never do again. <laughs> Fuck that. Um, a gang of bumpers, uh, half cars, you know, like just panel work basically. And I'd done a lot of it. Um, mostly it was all at Chance's yard. He was letting me use his yard. I didn't have to pay him. You know oh, well. 
And every once in a while, uh, I'd have to wrench. You know what I mean? Or he would need my help with something. Um, Because he's working on, like, Mack trucks, like semis. The dude's a certified badass diesel mechanic, but he can do anything. doesn't matter. If if it has nuts and bolts, he could probably fix it. For sure. So, real quick, though, you've been working for yourself since you got out out of jail. Pretty much. Right? Yeah. I've had a couple here and there jobs. That's pretty fucking good, man. That's really success, you know, successful because to not have to go get a job that to where you know your income's going to come. So right. that means your dedication and hard work is obviously paying off. Well, I mean, I, I, I wrote on faith for a right. long time. You know right. what I mean? Like hoping to God I'm going to be able to pay this bill. And I've been okay for for most of that time. I've been all right. My bills have been paid. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I'm not living this super lavish lifestyle. I don't have everything that I want, but like I'm fed and I got a roof over my head. Right. Um, have what you need and I have what I need. I mean, there's been a lot of stressful moments, especially this year. Like mm-hmm. mostly this year has been the most stressful, um, and rewarding and rewarding. You know what I mean, I pretty much stepped away from all advertisement of complete car works and telling people that I can fix their cars. Um, stopped advertising like bumper work. Like I, I don't even put it out there. You know what I mean, like, if but you, he still does it if, if you, you need it done, <laughs> if you know, I do it, then, then you call me. You right. You know what I mean? Um, but I don't really put it out there anymore. And I, I focus the entire year like just wanting to learn how to custom paint. Okay, so how did cu- the custom paint dream come to life? Dude, I used to look at all these dudes. Um, two left hands, right? Schultz. That Fast, was sick. Fast Life Garage, right? I yeah. follow so many painters on my page. Yeah, like, yeah. And they've all, they've all been doing it for a while. Yeah. And I mean, they're really, really good at what they do. But uh, I remember being at the yard with Chance one day. And I'm like, man, I, I really like like how they do that shit. Like, like how do they do that pattern? And he's like... Motherfucker, it's just stencils. I was like, what do you mean? He's like, it's just a stencil. And like, he explained it to me a little, little more. And I was like, bet, watch this. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I remember <laughs> seeing yeah. Mayhem and, and Mayhem's chick's bike, right? And like, just picking it apart in my mind. Um, right. Not to him, because they pay a lot of money for that shit. <laughs> um, but I was like, dude, if this is the work that's going around, like, I can do this. You know what I mean? I've been painting bumpers and shit for like three years. I was like, I can do this, you know? And I just got after it, you know? I started buying extra tins for my bike and just painting random shit in the garage. And, uh, yeah, it was like uh battery cover, uh, voltage. Yeah. Or your, uh, yeah. You, you were just painting random shit on your bike and then you yeah. dove in. You're like, I'm going to paint my bike. Yeah. And it was like the most hideous paint job ever to everybody. <laughs> right. It, excuse me. It was a ridiculous paint job. 20 different stencils. Dude, it was every stencil that Stick It Stencil made. I pretty much threw it on that bike. I'm surprised they, they, they didn't sponsor me because of it, but I don't even think, <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think they did. Hey, dude. Hey, listen. you got to do one at a time. I, yeah. I accidentally hit If you're going to fucking do it, do it right. Would he's you? Got, hey, he's got big fingers. Fuck it. He's got big fingers. Yeah, dude. So I don't even think they reposted that bike because it was so ugly. Um, and don't mind you when I finished it and I put it back together, I was like, this is the coolest motherfucking thing I've ever seen in my life. Cause I did it. You know what I mean? It was I thought, first I thought, yeah. 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 It was my hands that did it. I thought it was cool. No, I mean, here's the thing. Everybody, some people, according to Zach, they're like, yeah, it has, a, there's too many movements on it. But I think, I think you almost had to do something like that because you said motherfuckers, I'm here. Yeah. Like I can do some shit. Yeah. Yeah. You it's know true. what I mean? Just because, I mean, listen, every, anybody's bike or paint job, it's not going to be what we like unless we paint our own bike right. the yeah. way how we want to do it. You know what I mean? Right. But for you to come out and do that much, I mean, it was a lot. Right out but of the I gate. But it made, it, made, it, it made everybody look at the motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. That's for, for sure. sure. Day one, Zach supporter right here. I straight True. up was like, man, that shit hard as fuck, nigga. Yeah. And anybody who says they can't do it, have them paint one. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> True. You paint your bike, bro. And, <laughs> and that was like, that was like over 30 hours of airbrushing. Uh, oh, wow. it was a long time. It was bro. so many hours of airbrushing. Yeah. How right? much would that job cost? 
Oh, I don't know. I asked two left hands. He said he would charge like 2500 bucks for something like that. Because it was only two colors. Okay. Right? It's not like it was metal flake or gold leaf or anything like that. So, I mean, that's kind of the pricing that I went off it too. That's Yeah, but like you had you had that gold flake in the back, right? You I, that put was, a bit, I put a little something. bit of gold leaf on it, but yeah. I didn't even know how to spin the shit yet. You know what I mean? So, it was just there. <laughs> you know? That seems um, really low to me, though. I mean, knowing in how much detail is in that bike. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that's the difference is like I don't have a yeah. name, right? Mm-hmm. I don't have a name. You that didn't goes, have a name. I, I didn't have a name that goes back 20 years or 10 years or, or seven years in the industry. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm one month into this and I have a painted bike, you know? Yeah. Um, it was at that moment that I was like, I'm down to let him paint my fucking bike. Yeah. Like, he's my fucking homie. I'm down to let him do it. My bike looks fucking smoked. Yeah. Fuck it. Yeah, you were already taking it apart anyway. You know yeah. What I mean? And it was a perfect platform for me um, to paint another bike. You know what I mean? And I got to gift you with something that was just cool as fuck. Yeah. You know and I mean? the only thing I asked was, like, just make sure it's symmetrical. Yeah. I don't give a fuck what it looks like, and I want it to be primer gray. Hey, I redid that front fender three times <laughs> because it wasn't symmetrical. So. Yeah, I and I'm far. I fucking love my bike. I yeah. fucking love the way it looks, and that I feel like was the catalyst that fucking. Well, where did it go from there? Um, it, I didn't paint any more bikes in my garage after that. Dude. You did some helmets. You did. Well, hold on. Go back. Why? How come you stopped? I, I actually I hit up somebody and was like, "Let me come apprentice." Oh, got it. Okay, right. So I went to somebody else's shop and started working for them and learning from them, because uh, I really wanted to do it. You know, so I, I literally spent the last year like making no money. Yeah. Like I, I haven't made anything. I've painted a couple bikes for buddies that paint. They paid me. Um, but I didn't no, pro- su- no profit, though. Yeah. I didn't enough to support yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean, like it all goes back into material or tools or or rent at the shop because I was paying rent at the shop that I was also apprenticing at, which, you know, what I mean, it is what it is. Um, every once in a while I had bumpers come in and stuff like that. But every day it was just solely focused on painting. But the amount of knowledge you got. Oh, dude, I, Priceless. I, could, I could never repay the dude for what he did give me. You want to shout him out? Uh, Manny Cisneros at CSNRS Color Studio. Um, took me in, dude, and gave me a little spot and let me do uh, prep work and, and, like, learn the actual way of, like, metal flaking and clearing and, and blocking. And uh, That dude's name sounds intense. Manny Cisneros. Manuel Cisneros. <laughs> so he's shout been, out. He's been in the industry like 20 years. Yeah. Like pinstriper, custom painter. He does a lot of Viclas and stuff like that, but he's really good at what he does. And right? he but, wasn't the first person you hit up if I don't remember correctly. Oh, dude, I hit up so many painters and pretty much everybody just ignored me. You know, one person that would like answer all my questions was two left hands. Shout like, out to that guy. Super humble. Out of New Mexico, right? I think he's in New Mexico. Now. Okay. You're done hitting buttons. All right. Yeah. Rough. Cut it out. <laughs> God so, damn it. So he started in, uh, <laughs> he was out here in Escondido. <laughs> no shit. Yeah. And I think he used to work for Hot Dog and, and, a couple other people out here. I'm not really sure, but... Um, Zach, but guys, do you know how to pinstripe? No. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking... That's amazing shit. Hey, it's like a dying art. It really yeah. it really is. And so. it's it's not something... You can't pick up that brush and fucking... Like, I've just seen... I've watched enough videos with you to see, like, them just palleting the brush. Yeah. And then laying down a design. Like, that ain't something... That, that's not a colored pencil you pick up and you fucking draw. So I'm told you got to do it every single day. If you want to get good, you have to do it every single day. And I rarely pick up a brush. No, um, my focus has been like figuring out the custom paint thing. Um, the the one I, I brought up that you asking other people because my favorite story is you ask somebody and they're like, "Why would I teach you how to do what I do oh, yeah. so you can take my fucking work?" Hey, so I'm not gonna put that dude out there because I don't want I don't want no Christ. bad blood. Well, there's right? no bad blood. He's not wrong. No, no, no. But I'm not. I'm still not gonna put his name out there. But Frank tried to set me up with him, right? And mm-hmm. I had already painted my bike and like a couple random things, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I sent him a bunch of pictures of what I was doing and he basically was like, well, can you do actual art? And I was like, no, I can't do realism. You know what I mean, that's a whole other trade in itself. And uh, 
But what he had told Frank was like, why would I take somebody on and teach them so they can take my work? You know what I mean? But the craziest part about that is somebody just got a bike from a dealership around here. I almost just snitched on myself. Um, <laughs> and uh, the dude was like, yeah, so-and-so painted my bike, but I wish they would have had you do it. Damn. You know what I mean? Wow. So like I'm a year into it and there's people that had already seen my work that like want it. That's you know? fucking tight. And I definitely attribute that a lot to spending all the time you did at Manny's shop oh. and fucking great. Because I remember having talks with you and just being like, dude, you got to grind it out. Yeah. Like, you got to grind it out. Yeah. 100%, dude. Cisneros took me from, like, not knowing anything to knowing a tiny little bit. Where yeah. would you say the fucking turning point where you're like, this is fucking, this is, I'm not doing anything else? Dude, I don't even know. I All I know is, like, when I finish a project, like, there's a, I feel fulfilled. Right? And I get to see my work, and then I get to see other people admire my work, right? Which is probably vanity. You know what I mean, it fe- fe- feeds my ego a little bit. You know what I mean? That like people are looking at my work and thinking like, "Dad, this is some cool shit," you know? Um, but like, there's that little high that I get, and then after the bike is done and moved on, like I crash and right. I gotta do it all over again. So I'm just chasing that high. You know? So I mean? that's why you fucking like got like nineteen thousand painted pieces of painted. Yeah. Like, you redid your bike, like... Three times this year. Yeah. Three times he's painted his bike. Yeah, yeah. my bike. Three times. That's so. wild. Don't paint it again, because that fucking color is super fucking hard. Yeah, it's cool. I mean, you probably will, but... Yeah. I mean, that fucking bike is beautiful. He's gonna look at it tomorrow and be like, man, this is trash. I'm not even kidding you guys. <laughs> I didn't even have it put back together yet, and I was like, I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it. I gotta redo this. Well, now you're getting in it. You're working on a raffle set, right? Yeah, 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 man. I just finished the tank the other day, and I took it upstairs in the living room, and I, I put it down, and I, like... I. I got that uh, that little high that I'm chasing. Like, I'm looking at it, and I'm like, fuck, I just did that. You know what I mean? Like, it still hits me like that. Like, I just did that with my own hands, you know? Um, nobody did anything on it but me, you know? Yeah. And then you're going to do, so how's that raffle going to work? Uh, we, we don't really know. Me and Brendan are kind of talking about it, trying to fill it out. We don't really know exactly how we're going to lay it out, you know? Um, it's going to be dope. I, and I want the spots to be affordable. You know what I mean? Because, like, I know for me, I used to look at, like, Schultz's bikes or, or two left hands. I'm like, fuck, I'll never be able to afford this dude's work. You know what I mean? Like, there's no way. I'd never be able to afford him. Hot Dog Customs, you know what I mean? Like, he, he has a huge name. Uh, amazing painter. I'd never be able to afford a paint job like that. I'd love to have one, you know? But, so it was, like, the only way. And it was, like, everything else in my life. Like, I can't afford somebody to work on my car, so what did I do? Learned how to do it. I learned how to do it. You know what I mean? It's the same thing with painting. Like, I'm never going to be able to afford this. But I can learn how to do it myself, you know? And this is just giving everybody an opportunity who wants a fucking sick-ass bike. Yeah. To, I mean, I might not be able to afford a 10 grand paint job, but I can... Afford 35 you know, bucks or 45 uh, yeah, bucks a ticket, I, you know? How, how often do we fuck off money? You know yeah. what I mean? Like, right. I can I can swing that. Well, I like this, uh, you, know, you know, Zach hit up, you know, our, our IG because we were asking for a Q&A, and his question was, when are we going to do, a, you know, a baseball was a bike show or something? Bike contest. Yes. Bike contest? Yeah. I mean, after going to the show last weekend, we ha- we know enough people and enough bikes, dude, for a fucking rude paint LFG fucking bike contest. Yeah. I'm fucking here for that. You know 100%. what I mean? We already have a location that we can do it, and I think it would be a pretty big fucking deal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You think about all these other dudes that do it, right? And it, it's like an annual thing, and it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger every single year. You know what I mean? Until the, it gets to the point where you're like, fuck, where are we going to host this thing, right? There's just going to be so many dudes. Like, where are we supposed to host this, you know? Yeah. Um, I figure if you get a start on it now, you know what I mean? Like, that's... The ticket. You guys got a venue. You got a place that you can do it. You know, plenty of people in the industry that'll show we up. You got a judge. You got a judge. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Probably find a couple more. You oh, know? for sure. So yeah, I'd be like the worst judge. 
Probably. I just, I just love man, motorcycles. Rafa's bike's not even. Rafa's bike's not even in it. And he's like, "Yo, who's, but, oh who's man, this looks sick as fuck. I ride this one. Rafa, the one that wins. Rafa, that's your bike. <laughs> Get him. The one. Goddamn, Zach coming in clutch with two fucking things: sure. LFG podcast and bike show. <laughs> Dude, that's all me and Brendan do. Like, we sit down, we just throw bounce ideas off each other. You know what I mean? Like, what are you doing in your business? What am I doing in my business? And he's constantly throwing ideas at me. Like, the raffle set wasn't my idea. This dude, I think, yelled at me every single day for a week. Like, what's up with that raffle set? What's up with that raffle set? What's up with that raffle set? You know? And I finally Mm -hmm. put it in my reminders on my phone. And uh, I've only gotten the tank started and done pretty much, but... Yeah, like it's, I, I started it. It's you know? good. It's good to have a fucking homeboy, especially when you live in the same complex. You can bounce some shit. Isn't that right, Charlie? Hey, right. are we gang banging today? Gang banging. That's right, baby. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> so we just we just feed each other. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, For those that don't know, uh, my actual name is Brendan. <laughs> yeah. Everyone else calls me B Graph most of the time. Uh, it's because nobody can say my fucking name right, so I just go by B Graph because you can't fuck that up. You no. can call him Brandon, but he's not gonna like it. No, he's not gonna like it at all. If Brandon, I'll get correct mad. you. <laughs> hey, Brandon will not get mad. Brandon will be pissed. Brandon will be mad. <laughs> Dickheads. Dog, uh, it's been a fucking, it's been a fucking honor to watch you fucking grow up all this time. Because as most people know, like I went back out and tried my luck with partying again, and you stayed the fucking course through a lot of fucking ups and downs, and I'm fucking. I'm so fucking grateful to be one of your best friends and fucking you invited me to be in your wedding. Pretty fucking stoked on that. Stoked. Yeah. Wow. That's, uh, that's <laughs> cool. Rafa. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, Rafa, I'm in the wedding. If you don't remember, Rafa's like, I've been, I was the day one hey, first homeboy. Guess what? <laughs> Are you in the wedding? Of Fuck off. <laughs> well, Fuck I guess you, we, Rafa. I guess we should tell, we should tell Rafa now. We're, we would like you to be the flower girl. <laughs> oh, that's, that's cute. so cute. That's cute. It's adorable. Ain't it? Yeah. <laughs> so cute. Yeah, dude, it's it's been a interesting journey. The get the gifts of recovery, brother. Yeah, they just keep coming as long mm-hmm. as I stay the course. You know, and like you said, there's been plenty of ups and downs. Man, this year has not been easy, but I've been painting is the one thing, dude, that's uppercutted me more times than I can count, and I just always step back in the ring, like trying to figure it out. Like, you don't see on the outside, like, how many mistakes I've made. All you see on my Instagram is, like, these flawless paint jobs, right? Uh, professional pictures. and uh, But you don't see the mistakes. Like, how many tins I've stripped and had to start over. Right. Right. Nobody uh, knows about nobody that. Nobody knows. You know what I mean? Like, going home just completely defeated and broken. Like, like how could I ever believe that I could do this, you know? And I'll sit there and I'll vent to my chick. And, like, I set my alarm for 5 a.m. And I take my ass back to the shop and I strip the tins and I start over, you yeah. know? You know what my boss always says to us, and it's a fucking true statement. He's very successful. He says the fucking easy jobs don't pay as well. Right. Ooh. And it, it's like, fuck, you're yeah. right. Yeah. Because they don't. Nope. Mm-hmm. And, and painting is surgical, dude. Like, yeah. you have to be clean. You have to be organized. Everything has to be, like, high and tight. There's, like, a, a specific process that you have to follow. Um, Perfect job for a tweaker. Yeah, try. <laughs> you know what I mean, and like you'll try and cut corners or mix products and stuff like that. Like you start getting mistakes and, and shit happens, and it's all bad. You know what I mean? Because right. you're already 15, 18 hours into it, and, and uh, you make a mistake that's detrimental to the paint job or the foundation, and you got to start over. You wow. know, like that sucks. That's that's defeating for sure. So, closing notes, my boy. Yeah, fuck your wedding. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit! Hey, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to write about that shit. Oh, get him! 
You're hey, gonna you're gonna have to talk nah, to, you're you, gonna dude. have to talk to Ra- <laughs> Rachel about that one. Nah, dude, I love you, bro. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, she as long, run, she as, runs, as long as we're invited, we're cool. Like, she runs yeah, the whole. It's like gonna be one of those I'm weird. Wi- they, we're only gonna we only have twenty people come and. Bro, let me also back this up a little bit. On that note. He was like, yeah, just, you know, Rachel's got all, because Rachel's a social butterfly. She's like, all these bridesmaids, and like, I don't have that many groomsmen. I was like, well, you got your brothers, right? And he's like, I don't even talk to them. I'm not, I don't know. I'm not invited. And me, Rachel's like, thank you. Like, You're I'm like, what do you mean your brothers, your brothers aren't in the wedding? No, no I didn't say I wasn't going to invite him, but I wasn't going to ask him to be in my wedding party. Who's your best man? I haven't decided yet. <laughs> Britain's like it better be me. I, uh, I don't want and that I fucking don't get pressure. My fucking. Bad. <laughs> hey, I asked. I asked Sam. I was like, "Yo, do you want to be my best man or do you want to officiate?" And he's like, "I think I want to officiate it." Wow, that's cool. That's oh, wow, yeah, that's like, dope. Because yeah. he's the he's the one that got you in day one. Dude. Yeah. That's my question: How many people are you inviting? I, I don't have a clue. Twelve. Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> Zach's like six. Hey, that's another topic. Rachel. Rachel wants on, her fucking dream wedding. If it was on me, then. it would be on Zoom. All right, <laughs> <laughs> from the couch. You, you know, up. you just went through it. Straight. You up. start looking at the numbers, and you're like, "What are we doing? Why are we doing this?" You know, <laughs> the this benefits of having a controlling girlfriend at the time. Handling everything. She handled everything. She's bro. doing it. Literally, she only gave me a tiny, tiny task to do. Yeah. And I knocked them out. Right, honey? No, I knocked <laughs> them out. But I, what I'm saying, though. What is, were these tasks? Pick you know, the silverware? Uh, yeah, yeah. What was the task? The meal. Uh, the f- nothing. <laughs> <laughs> if we're being honest. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I can't really Who are your I can't remember. Men, make sure you go get your suit and you're there on time. I put an LFG, <laughs> put an LFG sticker on the cake. On the yeah, cake. <laughs> I think most of it was, you know, our videos and pictures and that sort of thing. I mean, she gave me, a, a, honestly, I can't remember. However, it was the best day of my life. And that's what, you know, normal women say. But I swear to God, it was like so much fucking fun. Right, it was best day of your life. It was. Yeah. So it was the best day of your life. Down, dude. Where uh, was I? That shit was fun. COVID. Motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. I yeah, I have to watch all these. Shut the fuck up, Charlie. <laughs> Same. God. I got sick too, dude. I yeah. yeah I wasn't able to fucking be there because I had the fucking COVID. I fucking love watching the video, and then I get a little bit of heart heart broke. Yeah, it sucked. B graph yeah. couldn't come. He We're gonna redo it again. Though. I don't know, bro. We had fun. That oh, shit was tight. Yeah, no, I seen your goofy Zach, ass hitting the Carlton. You're, you're, you're in for it because it's if 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 it was anything like mine, bro, you're gonna have a fucking amazing time. Yeah, and I gotta you know? give her credit because she has handled everything. Hundred yeah. percent. Like she's done it all. I haven't had to do a fucking thing. Yeah, good. Because mm-hmm. I mean I We'll fuck it up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Especially 100%. we'll start we'll start saying, Oh well what about this? I remember doing it one time. Oh, what about this? And she just what the fuck I'm like, <laughs> okay. Yeah, I can just imagine. Gloria started coming out, and I said, I'm cool, bro. Like, Gloria <laughs> came out cool, dog. She's like, bro, yeah. I got to give her credit, dude. She's worked yeah. her day job. She's yeah. worked her night job. She's she's made the money that she's needed to make. That's awesome. um, she supported me, like, barely making shit as a starving artist most of the year. I mean, not financially. Trust me, I pay my own fucking bills. Don't fuck that up. But A little ego <laughs> there. But, like, like, Charlie's uh, in the background yeah, laughing. Like, uh... <laughs> Pushing me, like, yo, keep doing what you're doing. Keep doing what you're doing. Right. Keep doing what you're doing. And, but I mean, Especially now, for a grump ass like you, bro. Credit to fucking Rachel. So, yeah, putting up with me and being able to handle everything that she's handled, like, I picked a winner for sure. Yeah. Straight so, up. So, what, so what's, the, what's the next thing for the agenda for you? Mm, that raffle set. Okay. Yeah, I got to finish that. What's All the right. rest of the year look like for Rude Paint? Dude, hopefully it's like a year of financial freedom, man. You know? <laughs> right. Cause I've dumped, I've dumped everything I got into into what I'm doing, you know. Well, you're yeah. I was about to say now you're you're fully both feet in. Yeah. So you should you should start easily, you know, getting those rewards now. Yeah. And then I think I'm gonna I'm gonna take I'm probably gonna take my bike apart, probably like around 
right after we come back from the ride, I'm probably going to take it apart and take some of the tins over to you. Ooh. And start working on it. Yeah. Cut the fender and all that fun shit. Yeah. Do it all. Yeah. Cool. Dustin, closing notes. I, that was it. I just wanted to see where, where you know what's next, dude. I want to go to more shows. I want to I want to be at more events. You know what I mean? Whether it's just having bikes with you guys at your booth. You know what I mean? That seems to be enough exposure for me, and I don't have to bring a bunch of shit out. You know what I mean? And uh, right, everybody likes to see the bikes and they and they like to chop and it that's, up with you guys. And that's, that's a good a f- combo. That's a know? fact, dude. You know, straight up. And it, and it makes both of our companies look great. Yeah, it stands yep. out. So mm-hmm. I think it's it's a beautiful um, friendship right there. Straight you know up, mean? like. It saves me from from having to drag all my shit out. You guys have to do it. You know what I mean to do what you guys do. So if I can just bring the bikes down and park them and just chop it up with people, like that works for me. You know, it's been a pleasure watching you Absolutely, grow up, grow up in this program. I know you attribute all your success to your recovery, and and you got a solid fucking program. Fact. I fucking love you, dog. If you guys don't know already, you can check them out on Instagram at Rude Paint or at Zachary Bryant One. My man. Check him out on Root Paint. Let's blow this motherfucker yeah. up. Go right? ahead and hit up Root Paint if you don't already. It's been a fucking pleasure, my boy. Thank you. Let's fucking go. It's been another episode of the LFG 1904 show. Yeah. You know yes, the fucking sir. deal. Let's fucking go. Oh, that's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. Oh, okay. <laughs> you fucked up it. <laughs>